movies, music, television, and more. This is entertainment. 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 Rebooted. Only on WZIP. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Entertainment Rebooted. My name is Marley, and I'm joined with Sawyer today, and we're going to be talking about the brand new Mean Girls movie. So I say we just jump right into it, get going on what's going on. All right. So the new movie, there's a big misconception from a lot of people that it wasn't a musical. Really? Yeah, I saw a lot of people not realize it was a musical and thought it was based off the original, which it's not. Oh, they not. just thought like it was a remake? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So mm. a lot of people kind of were like upset about it because, you know, it's it takes place in current time. Yeah. Which is when the musical that's, takes place. That's fair, I guess. So people were like, why is it like... Why is it not the 2000s? Yeah. yeah. That's understandable. But I thought it was being advertised as as a musical movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't really... I'm not a musicals person, mm-hmm. which I know. I'm abandoning my community by doing that. <laughs> but I'm just... It's not something I really vibe with personally. But, you know, I liked this. Mm-hmm. I liked this movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It was it was entertaining to me, and that's saying something. And I, I knew it was a musical going in. I, I don't know how you would miss that. Right. Yeah, but I reviewed the original trailer on Entertainment Rebooted already, and I was kind of upset with how the trailer was because they used an Olivia Rodrigo song and not like a song from the movie. Oh. I was like, this is so weird. Why? Like, let's advertise musicals as musicals. Yeah. Which, the further it went along, it was. But originally... I felt like it was that's, trying to hide the fact that it was a musical. That's so weird. Yeah. But it is a musical. Yes. So <laughs> To be clear. Just, it is a it musical. It is a musical. There is music in it. Singing, the characters sing. <laughs> <laughs> so just letting everyone know. Yeah. Okay. In case you weren't aware. Good. So plot of the original movie. I mean. It's, they're both very similar. Yes, they are. Following Katie as she goes into a new school, her parents were zoologists they lived in africa mm-hmm. now in the new movie she has only a mom in yes. the old movie she has a mom and a dad mm-hmm. but it really doesn't change that much mm-hmm. for the course of the movie no since the parents of katie are basically just side characters in both films yeah they go to a new school her mom gets a job at northwestern in both movies so they move back to the united states and she's going into high school for the first time in mm-hmm. any sort of school setting because she was homeschooled mm-hmm. by her parents growing up in Africa. Dealing with the pressures of high school, learning clicks, what that even means, mm-hmm. and then finding her way into the clique that is the plastics yes. who run their school. Yes. Also, friends, Janice and Damien, and... Uh, they are kind of the odd ones out who don't really have a click, but they become friends with Katie, sort of, and they, because they are the only ones who are friendly to her on the first day, mm-hmm. and from there, they plan that Katie's going to join the Plastics because they want to sit with her at lunch, and she's going to help them, help Janice and Damien ruin the lives of the Plastics, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially Regina George, who is the leader yes. and the most popular girl in school. Yes, that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm sure we all know the plot to the yeah. movie. I mean, yeah. it's iconic. It is. <laughs> so I remember watching the first movie probably about a decade ago. Mm-hmm, and that me was too. the last time I saw it. Oh, really? Um, I watched it once because my sister wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. And so my mom and sister and I watched it. And I kind of liked it then. Mm-hmm. 
And then I rewatched it very recently, and I really do like it. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, uh, it's a great movie. And I liked the new one, too. So I don't think that they are completely you know like butting heads you don't have you don't have to pick one right but they do have a different vibe and we'll get to that later I yeah think. yeah but, we'll address that later yeah. with some spoilers and we'll really dive into that a little bit later but i really wanted to talk about the cast okay because i feel like there are some really great people in the cast and some not so great people in the cast really well singing wise okay i thought there was one not so great singing wise yeah Okay. So, addressing those people first. Yeah. And Gory Rice, who plays Katie. She just really can't sing that well. Uh, yeah. And Gory Rice, not really the greatest. She's probably the worst singer in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And that's a little bit awkward when that's your lead. Yes. She plays Katie. There's so many other really, really beautiful voices in this movie. Yeah. That it drowns her out so severely. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's entirely untalented when it comes to singing her voice isn't horrible no but when you compare her to some of the other people in this cast it just really makes her sound bad and her voice is just not suited for broadway songs i agree i agree she kind of fit the character really well acting wise i I don't think that she was flawed really at all on that front Mm -hmm. i think she plays katie really well Mm -hmm. i think she sings katie kind of poorly yeah i totally agree if you had a lot of people who sounded more like her around her, it wouldn't be as bothersome. Yeah. But the reality is a lot of the other people around were much better singers. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm so picky because I'm a theater kid at heart. Like, it's who I am. So when we have a musical movie, we need to cast people who can sing. Who, can, who are musical people. And yeah. it always, it just makes me so angry. Like, why are we, there are so many people who can sing. Why are we not casting them? And I heard people being like, she's a Nepo baby. I don't know. It was a little odd to me. I don't I don't buy the Nepo baby argument as a good enough argument for why she got into the movie. Yeah. I think she plays the character well. I do too. Uh, and like you said, she's not a horrible singer. She's just not as good as some of the others. Yeah. And pointing out one of the others, who I think is the standout performance of the movie, mm-hmm. Renee Rapp yes. as Regina George. I... Gorgeous, gorgeous voice. Perfect yes. for this part. I love Renee Rapp. I've been a fan of Renee Rapp since she played Regina on Broadway in 2019. Okay. So I've been a fan for a long time, and I love her. I was so (laughs) happy when she got cast. That's awesome. Because I love when we cast people who have Broadway experience experience, and who can sing very well. Mm -hmm. She was definitely the standout. I didn't know she existed before this. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd heard her name, I think, from other people, but like I didn't know who she was. Yeah. And then I watched this movie, and I'm like, I'm never going to forget who Renee Rapp is, specifically mm-hmm. because of the new Mean Girls movie. I yeah. think that's awesome. And she has her own music out, too, and it's, it's wonderful. That's crazy to me that I didn't know that until the movie came mm-hmm. out. She has music. She's performed on SNL now she, mm-hmm. uh, with, with Megan Thee Stallion, too. Yeah. Um, and I think I was like, that's awesome. But it's so weird to me that I hadn't heard of her before because she's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. So I was shocked she wasn't like a super, super, super mainstream pop person. Yeah. I think she's one of the best voices of our generation. Like that. Yeah, that could be. She's absolutely. insanely talented. Yeah, I agree, actually. Mm-hmm. Then, she's the best singer in this movie, by oh, the way. Yeah. Not that it's like by a long shot, but it's by a de- decent enough margin. And it's very obvious. Yeah. I think then... The second best is probably tied between Ali Cravalho and Jackwell Spivey, who play Janice and Damien. Jackwell mm-hmm. is a Tony Award-winning Broadway actor. 
love yeah. that he was cast in this. He was perfect in that yes. role. He was so good. And mm-hmm. Ali'i is just, I mean, Moana. So she's I a fantastic didn't singer. I know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I was taken aback by their impressive performances as well. And again, these are putting these people so close to the character Katie and having somebody who's leading not that great at singing and then having yeah. these other people who are clearly have a broader history of singing. Yeah. Harsh. Because yeah. you want your main character to have the best voice in the show. Mm-hmm. Not your antagonist and not the secondary characters. Now, I, I will say one thing that this movie does right by them is put them in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because upon rewatching the old movie, after seeing the new one, it's actually shocking how little Janice and Damien are present mm-hmm. in the original movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a bit weird. Yeah. But they actually get to like be important characters in this one. And they are pretty central to the story, and mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, I love Janice and Damien. They're probably... My two favorite characters in Damien the movie. Was definitely my favorite character. I was like, I'm gonna love this guy from the jump <laughs> all the way to the end. I'm a I'm a Janice Stan, fair, for sure. Fair. So, yeah, I was very happy to see them cast as experienced singers and very talented, especially Jack Jack Wells Bybee, who is just a fantastic Broadway talent. So, absolutely, very happy to see him there. And then Avantika, who plays Karen, I thought she did really good. I agree. I agree. I also thought she was one of the. This is again like. There were so many people in this movie who have like a standout performance on their own because mm-hmm. they have enough moments. They made because the original movie was an hour and a half. This one's a musical and it's two hours. Yeah. So they stretched out some of the content of the origin of the original film a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where every character who's at least somewhat central to the story actually gets at least one moment where they're in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And that's something the new movie does that the old movie does not. And it's it does those characters much more justice yeah. as important central characters. They're very present, you know, or looming around mm-hmm. in the original movie. Sometimes they have Damien and Janice there and they're not talking. Mm-hmm. They're just in a classroom. Same with Karen and Gretchen. Mm-hmm. They're just like there sometimes. Right. But it's, it, this movie does so much better with yeah, it. Yeah, I totally agree. And then finally, Chris Briney. He does not sing in the movie. No, he doesn't. Which disappoints me. Really? He sings in the musical. Oh. Aaron does. Okay. Chris Briney originally turned down auditioning for this because he didn't want to sing because he can't sing. Okay. So, I was just about to ask if he was also a Broadway person. No? No. Okay. So they cut out every time he sings to cast him. That's Which I think he acted crazy. very well. I really now, liked his Aaron. I, I agree he acted well. I have I have a bit of a complaint. I'll talk mm-hmm. about it later. I have a complaint about okay. him and uh, the guy who plays Aaron in the first movie. Mm-hmm. But I just, like I said, I just wish they could cast people who would sing in musicals. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll say I didn't mind that he didn't have any singing, but I, by the end of the movie, I was like, he's not, he doesn't sing right. at all. That did seem odd to me mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. It didn't bother me, but it was, like, weird. Mm-hmm. Because he is the only main character who doesn't get his own song. Yeah. And he even is in, like, Renee Rapp is singing, and he's talking. He's supposed to sing in that. Exactly. Yeah. And so those scenes, they don't feel unnatural because he does a good job acting it. Mm-hmm. But it, it is a little odd. Yeah. By the end. I mean, I'm always going to be critical of musical movies just because I want people to sing, but... That's a fair I think point. they had some really great talents in this. I was really happy with oh, the I casting for agree. most of the part. All right. It's it's game time. 
Game time. We get to talk about whatever we want now. Yeah. Full spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. Warning. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, um, I find that hard to believe because you've probably seen the original. That's a good point. Yeah. The so, original's been around for a while. It's been on TV a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. But there will be spoilers about the plot and then just like the music, everything basically. So Yeah. First thing I want to say, this popped up at the beginning and I didn't know it. But I didn't realize that Lorne Michaels, the creator of SNL, was a producer of both the original movie and this musical. Mm -hmm. Now, I noticed it immediately when the musical started, but it had been like a decade since I've seen the original movie. Right. So when I started that up and it said produced by Lorne Michaels, I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And it was written by Tina Fey, who yeah. at the time was an active cast member and writer on SNL. Mm -hmm. So that adds up. Yeah. I was just a little bit surprised, I guess. I didn't realize how much of a hand he had in that. Yeah, it's very, I think that's cool. with Tina Fey, it becomes very SNL heavy. Yeah. Especially because yeah. of the time it was written. It's SNL heavy, but it's also like, it's definitely a little bit uh, raunchier than, than a SNL oh, type yeah. skit, for sure. Yeah. Like, by a long shot. So if you like SNL humor, it's probably not exactly up your alley, mm -hmm. but like a few steps further down right. the line. I mean, because it was written by Tina Fey, so it's, yeah, it's got, yeah. you know, some intertwining bits and humor in there. And she also, when she wrote the movie, she didn't just take the original book and ad adapt it to a movie. She also included some of her experiences in high school. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of shaped around Tina Fey, which is interesting because she plays Ms. Norbury, mm -hmm. the the main teacher mm -hmm. of uh, Katie and all that. There are other teachers in the original movie. I don't really remember seeing that many other teachers in the new one mm -hmm. compared to the original movie. But they were a lot of extras who had like little, little parts where they'd get like one line and then they would not be in the movie yeah. for the rest of it. But Tina Fey is a, a very, very dominant presence when she's on the screen yes I she think. is and i actually sure. think that she did even better in the new movie i than she did in the old film i would agree i think she's definitely like more Her acting she's, chops are just built up yeah and better. she's lived with the story for many years now yeah. so she definitely yeah. knows the characters know the story she wrote the broadway musical she wrote the script for that that's she's, very very impressive i mean she's rewrote this movie three times three now times? yeah she got the original broadway and now the musical movie so and we, you know she could have written the first movie multiple times right. too yeah so it could have gone through many many stages that's also wild to think about it's and it's so good that to think that it came from like one person so consistently for 20 years is mm -hmm. kind of crazy mm -hmm. but I'll, I'll move on from that <laughs> I think it's interesting that Katie has a father in the original movie and doesn't in the new one. Yeah. It doesn't change really anything about the story. Yeah. And she does have a father in the musical, too. Really? So that also, they changed that oh, from odd. the musical to the musical movie, okay. which was weird to me. In the but... original movie, her father's played by Neil Flynn, mm -hmm. who is probably most well known as Mike Heck, the dad from the show The Middle. Mm-hmm. But that this movie came out like five years before yeah. The Middle started airing. But I was just like... It's the dad from the middle. And I think that's all he's ever going to be known for every mm -hmm. time I see him. I guess now I'll be like, wow, it's the dad from Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, he, he didn't play a huge role either. So I can understand yeah. taking some of these parts out. Like, you know, a lot of the extra teachers, the father character isn't really central to the story. No. Because he basically tells her the same. He gives her the same kind of advice in the original movie that her mom gives her in the new movie mm -hmm. anyway. It doesn't really change anything. I agree. And then a lot through the teachers. There were some pretty standout actors. John Hamm. John Hamm. As the coach. Mm -hmm. The girl who plays the French teacher originated the role of Gretchen on Broadway. 
Oh, that's Ashley cool. Park. So I really liked to see some representation from the musical that's, in the movie because nice. they deserve, yeah. you know. Absolutely. So I thought that was cool when Tina I saw Fey the... comes back, of course, to play Ms. Norbury. Yeah. And uh, Tim Meadows comes back and plays Principal Duvall. Yes. Now there's another change there. Yes. In the original movie, she opens it up saying that she like near the in her first appearance, her first scene, she says that she's recently divorced mm-hmm. in the original movie. In the new movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are, were they married or were they just dating? It does. It's I don't not know clear. If it was clarified, it's not clear. But they're together. I loved that. I did too. That was, was like a little surprise a at the end. Little, uh, and the end of the first movie, they dance at mm-hmm. the spring fling, but like that's all you get. Yeah. They don't get together. They don't start dating or anything mm-hmm. through the movie. It only happens at the end. Mm-hmm. This one, they make it clear in some of their interactions, and I think it's cute. I loved it. I was I like, this they, is so sweet. And these two have good chemistry together, too. Yeah. Even though they're not like... It's a difficult task to show that you have chemistry with another actor who you're not being physical with at all. And mm-hmm. you literally have to have such like a hands-off approach mm-hmm. to the way that you interact. Because mm-hmm. he's the principal and she's a teacher. Right. So they have to be very, very serious about what they do. Mm-hmm. I just I thought that was super impressive. Yeah. But, of course, I don't know if you could do that if you didn't bring them back to both play those characters. Yeah, I love that Tim Meadows came back. I had a feeling Tina Fey would come back. She's, yeah. yeah. Like we said, she's been so involved. But I loved seeing returning cast members like Tim Meadows, Tina Fey. I really loved that. And Katie's mom, played by Jenna Fisher, another big name from The Office, Pam. Oh, really? Yeah. She was Pam? Mm-hmm. I couldn't even recognize her. Yeah. That's crazy. I think... The SNL ties probably brought together some people. Because in mm-hmm. the original movie, Amy Poehler plays Regina's, mom, Regina's yeah. mom. And she didn't come back no. to play that role. Which kind of surprised me. Because not that long ago, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were doing a tour together. Mm-hmm. Like a sit-down talk-slash-comedy tour. But I, th- I, th- I was a little surprised when I noticed that she was in the old movie and not in the new one. Yeah, it would have been fun but to have her back. but At the same time... The woman who plays Regina's mom mm-hmm. does a better job in the new movie. I, I than agree. Amy Poehler did. In the she first fits one. the role better. Yeah, I don't. She is this... the, the voice is a little bit better. Mm-hmm. The attitude she has is perfectly fit to it. Mm-hmm. And I think also there's a difficulty in seeing Amy Poehler and not thinking that's Amy Poehler. Yeah. Especially after even after Parks and Rec, like you can tell that that character Leslie is just her, like right, a, an eccentric version of her. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit difficult for me to see Amy Poehler and be like, she's a serious, serious actress. I love Amy Poehler. I think she's great. But mm-hmm. it's, it's, and it's not the same with Tina Fey. Yeah. And not to typecast Amy Poehler, but that's just like not her typecast to me. I agree. Like it was, like it was a weird choice. I feel yeah. like she did a good job. That and Tina Fey is typecast because she wrote it. Right. <laughs> so she's playing herself. Yeah. So there's some couple more plot changes mm. that I want to talk about. Please. Janice is canonically a lesbian in the new movie. True. Which I'm very happy about because she's very lesbian coded in the first movie. Yeah, in the in the which is odd to me because Damien is out as gay mm-hmm. in the first movie. That's not a conflict. Mm-hmm. They use the same dialogue describing him mm-hmm. in both the old movie and the new movie. Granted, he gets very little screen time in the first movie, mm-hmm. but Janice, like you said, very lesbian coded, and they even mm-hmm. show like an odd attitude I feel toward lesbians in the first movie, and they absolutely don't do that. They don't have the attitude at all toward the LGBT community yeah. in the second movie. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I did too. This movie feels significantly more inclusive, and I'll kind of mm-hmm. get to that later about 
my thoughts of both movies, the tone is different. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's going to be a tone difference because this one was a Broadway musical, but also because of the tone of the original movie. Mm -hmm. It's drastically different. Mm -hmm. I like Janice in both, but I really love her in the new one. Yeah. The original one, she's just kind of angry. They don't give so much thickness in the plot behind why she hates Regina as yes. they do in this new one. And I'll let yeah. you take over because I know you want to talk about that. Yeah, so they definitely, they changed the story of how Janice and Regina fell out. In the original movie, it's kind of just like thrown, like kind of a thrown away moment where Regina accused Janice of being a lesbian having a crush on her. And yeah. like, yeah. that's kind of the extent of the story. It's a little bit longer than that, but pretty much, much that's it. Yeah. It's not much longer. No. So in the new movie... Regina and Janice were friends, and then Janice came out to Regina, which, yay. Yeah, Love that. Yeah, congrats, Janice. And then they kind of fell out because Regina, like, didn't really want to be associated with Janice anymore, and Janice accidentally caught her backpack on fire, (laughs) and that is now why (laughs) they don't like Janice and... They Why call, she's a social outcast. Yes. They call her something that I don't want to say on air because it's like kind of a slur. But so yeah. we don't need to say that. But yeah. that's the story there. They're more directly harsh to Janice. Yes. In the new movie. Mm-hmm. But it deepens her character. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. This, Like I said, I love this Janice. I did not love Janice from the first movie because mm-hmm. she's kind of just angry. Yeah. But in this one, she's angry, and you know exactly, exactly why she's angry. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel more uh, sympathy toward mm-hmm. her. Yeah. And actually connect with the character. I don't feel, and I like I said earlier, you don't really connect with Damien and Jam- uh, Janice as characters in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And you do in this musical movie. I think that's great. Yeah. And I don't know if you caught this, but Janice came out to Regina by giving her a bear with a pride pin on it. When Gretchen opens Regina's jewelry box, you can see the pride pin in the jewelry box. She kept it. Yes. Which. I forgot about that. I like in my mind to imagine Regina as a lesbian. So (laughs) I loved that little inclusion. That's because you want to imagine Renee Rapp as a lesbian. Renee Rapp is a lesbian. Well, no imagining, I guess. Yeah, That's... and she has said that she, you know, added a little she gay touch to Regina. She also thinks that, okay. Yeah, okay. she's like, I'm playing Regina. She's going to be a little gay. Okay. So I liked, <laughs> I just like that little inclusion there. That's cute. Keeping the pin. So, like, there's still at least friendship feelings there between them mm-hmm. that are kind of, like, hidden. Well, you know, Regina and the Plastics, they just kind of do whatever they can to maintain their social status mm-hmm. first. And if that means throwing away people that they might even not have a problem with or kind of like or want to be friends with, it does not matter mm-hmm. because their social status will always matter more. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate, but that's their whole entire character. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, I mean, that's, all three of them, that's the whole point. That's the plot of the movie. Or if you include Katie. Yeah. So one thing I really want to talk about, which I know you aren't familiar with the musical, but I want to talk about the music. Not at all. Yeah, I want to talk about the music. So I've seen the musical twice. So really, yeah, I've seen it. Have you just watched it on like YouTube or streaming somewhere, or did you see it? I've seen it. Ooh, yeah, I saw it in Cleveland. Yeah, and I saw it in Akron. It was in Akron in November. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing the posters and stuff around town. Yeah, I wanted to see it and I couldn't. So. They cut a lot of songs out. I thought it seemed short. I looked back at the soundtrack data 
and I noticed that it was like 34 minutes. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, it does feel like quite a lot of singing is going on mm-hmm. because you're watching an adaptation of a film that used to not be a musical. <laughs> but looking at that 34 minutes, and it's a two-hour movie, mm-hmm. I guess I just thought, that first off, the spacing for the movie, the spacing between songs is good. Mm-hmm. Because it does feel like they're consistently yeah. putting in a song into each scene where it matters. Mm-hmm. But I thought it seemed short, especially since it was adapted. So that's interesting. How much longer is the uh, Broadway musical supposed to be? Also, do you know the duration of the Broadway musical? I think is it's it two and a half like hours. Two... Okay, okay. Well, there, there you go. Broadway musicals tend to be longer, and I'm pretty sure this one's two and a half hours. So the Broadway soundtrack is an hour and seven minutes long. It's literally double the length. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. So they definitely cut out. There's 21 songs in the Broadway soundtrack, and I think there was 13. Yeah, somewhere around that. Yeah. So some of them, I'm kind of glad they cut out. There's a song called Whose House Is This? Everyone Hates It. It's not a very good song. That happens during the party at Katie's house. Oh, okay. But there are two songs that they cut out that I'm so disappointed in. Where Do You Belong and Stop. These are Damien solo songs. And I'm very sad they cut out Damien's two solo songs when he is the only Tony-winning actor in this cast. That's a good point. At least he still sings. Yes, I'm glad. Because he still sings plenty. They did adapt Revenge Party. The part that Damien sings in Revenge Party is originally Katie's part. Okay. So they did change that. Where Do You Belong? I'm very sad it's cut because that's basically when they explain the clicks to Katie. Okay. They sing it. Oh, man. And yeah, that one would have been probably yeah. a good addition. Yeah, so I'm very sad they cut those out. And they turned all the songs really poppy. Yes, I did. Know, I Whenever I was watching this, I was like, this doesn't sound like a Broadway mm-hmm. musical adaptation Yeah. to me. In World Burn, which Regina sings, there's the background music is like all trumpets and horns. And now it's just like kind of like electronic yeah yeah which i didn't love and where do you belong and stop happened to be the most musical theatery songs which okay they were the only two you couldn't really turn to pop there is an argument there to be made though that it could just be they wanted it to appeal to a broader audience which makes sense but me as a theater kid i'm just like why can't musical movies just be the musical that's fair i get it but it does i do get like the marketing aspect and Wanting it to... Still be a movie. Yeah. And not just a musical. Yeah. That's kind of the key component here. Right. I thought the music was really good, though. Mm Mm-hmm. I did, too. I was highly impressed. Mm Mm-hmm. And they cut out in Regina's first song, Meet the Plastics, where she's introducing herself. That is supposed to be a whole plastic song. It's called Meet the Plastics. Okay. So Regina sings, and then Gretchen sings, and Karen sings. They all have their own part. And they have this like really cool harmony together where they're each singing their own part over top of each other. And they cut Gretchen and Karen's parts out of the song, which I was so disappointed in because it's one of my favorite songs. That's tough. And those actresses were not bad singers. No, they weren't. So they absolutely could have done that. Mm-hmm. Maybe did it sound really Broadway-ish? Or is that something you think could have been infused with the pop sound? I think they could have infused it. All right. For sure. I think they just wanted Regina to have her moment. Yeah. It does kind of take away a little bit the value of Karen and Gretchen. Mm -hmm. And obviously she degrades them and all of that. But there are points at which 
at least there in this movie, there are a little bit more like heartfelt moments with Karen and Gretchen, mm-hmm. where you start to see like they're real people who are just hurt by Regina. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's unfortunate. They did yeah. they did have a couple other songs though, so at least they yes, didn't take away. They their did songs. have they kept their solo songs, yeah, which I liked. But mm. I did I did just wish they kept that's, that song the same. That's tough. And then like we talked about earlier, Chris Briney is supposed to have singing in someone gets hurt with regina and then also there is a stupid with love reprise which didn't happen he sings a lot in that and then further on stupid with love that song was butchered in this movie it's this katie's song i don't think she sung it well they changed it so much like they didn't change the lyrics or anything but the whole vibe is different she's singing it like a tiktok indie song yeah. And it's very much yeah, like... Yeah, it does sound like that. Yeah. I didn't mind it, mm-hmm. but I also haven't seen the yeah, musical. Yeah, you don't know what it's... And I'm not a musical theater kid. So, like, yeah. honestly, this mo- the way this movie is packaged is probably as good as you'll get for me. Mm-hmm. But I understand the disappointment from you. Yeah. Like, Katie, the girl who plays her in the Broadway musical, originated the role. Her name is Erica Henningsen, and she is just a fantastic singer. She plays Katie so well. Like, Stupid With Love is, like, you can tell that Katie's never had, like, a real crush before. She's kind of, like, crazy and, like, very (laughs) fangirly. I feel like that did not read in the Stupid With Love. Then also, her little part in Revenge Party, where she's, like, one candy cane, please, and then before that, is so, like, flat to me. Yeah, there are multiple points in this movie where she's just not quite there with the other singers. And yeah. it's a little, I think maybe it stands out a little bit more when other people are singing in the same song, mm-hmm. which is why Stupid With Love is like, it's okay. Like, it, it it's fine mm-hmm. for me. It's not my kind of music, but it's right. fine. But whenever she's singing alongside other people, it is very obvious that she is the weakest of the bunch. Yeah. And then in the Broadway musical that her part in Revenge Party is so big and crazy almost. And it's just, it doesn't compare. Like if you listen to them side by side, you'll really notice it. Okay. But knowing the music going into it, I was just a little disappointed. I have to say, getting to Aaron, Christopher Briney plays Mm -hmm. Aaron in this movie. Jonathan Bennett plays him in the original movie. Yes. In the original movie, I looked at Jonathan Bennett and I was like, that man is 20. Like, he looks a couple years older Mm -hmm. than everybody else. He looks like a college-age student among high schoolers. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. He just, they didn't, I guess, age him down enough. I think a lot of the other guys, a lot of the other guys are shorter than him. A lot of the other guys look a little bit younger than him. And all the women, while you can kind of tell that a lot of them are like young adult women Mm -hmm. they have been their outfits and their makeup have aged them down Mm -hmm. a a couple of years they just don't do that with jonathan bennett in the original movie yeah and and with christopher briney i didn't have that same problem because he looks more like a teenage guy Mm -hmm. he looks younger uh than jonathan bennett but i had a problem with both of them and as shallow as it sounds i didn't find either of them to be conventionally attractive Mm -hmm. And I don't have a problem with that as with them as people for that. Mm-hmm. It's more like the comments that are made about them mm-hmm. as though they are like big, bulky, jock, conventionally attractive guys mm-hmm. come off as odd. And mm-hmm. that's in both movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just so weird to me. Yeah, I agree. Chris Briney, I don't think he's really that attractive. But... You know, to each their own. It's more to me. It was a little more along the lines of like. You know, it just I don't think he's attractive either. I'm right. with you. It but just, even if I did, he doesn't look the way they're describing Yeah, no, him. I agree. 
I do know that a lot of girls love Chris Briney. Yeah, I'm sure. So I can see why he was cast. I didn't cast. have a problem with him. Like he's fine looking. Yeah. So I can see why he was cast. Oh yeah. But he then plays the, com- the character well, like yes. we said earlier. I yeah. I really believe that he liked Katie. Like yeah. Exactly. And Which, you don't quite get that across yes. in the original movie yeah. as much. Yeah. Like only in a couple of moments. Mm-hmm. This one, it's like, okay. He likes he her. He likes her. Yeah. But yeah. I do agree that the comments don't quite fit who is playing him. And that does make sense for both movies, I think. Mm-hmm. I also have written down, seeing a thriving mall scene makes me nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Because there's a scene in the old movie where they go into a mall mm-hmm. and it made me sad mm-hmm. because because it was an awesome looking mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just miss it. I loved going to the mall when I was a I kid. I did too. And it fits there's the there's such a 2000s aesthetic to the first mm-hmm. movie like a, to an extreme extent. Mm-hmm. And because the new one's set in the modern day that kind of thing just isn't quite as prevalent. Yeah. Which they actually in the Broadway musical that scene is in the mall. That's the scene where they sing Apex Predator, which mm. in the movie just happens outside the school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And but. that that song was good. I do, I have to say, the extras in this movie, mm-hmm. in the new movie, so, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely some of the best. I think this is such a weird comment to make, but... There's only two films where I think I would say these two films have the best extras of any film I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. One of them is Mean Girls 2024, and the other one is Mother. Mm. These yeah. two films are very heavily dependent upon their extras, yeah. actually. And and the new film, it stands out because, obviously, a good chunk of the extras are professional dancers. Yes. Whereas... Obviously, that's not the case in the first film. So in some of the scenes where everybody's acting wild in the hallways, there are just extras who are just walking. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, everybody's doing something. Yes. When they're acting like animals, more of them are acting like animals, and mm-hmm. they're doing an amazing job doing mm-hmm. it. I agree. And just a little shout-out here. One of the extras, I loved a show they were in recently their name is Ari. And when I found out that they were in this movie, I was so excited. And I went to see it with my roommate. And every time Ari was on screen, we would literally like hit each other and act crazy. <laughs> but Ari was in Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies. Okay. Which. I haven't seen that, but I, well, I've Well, unfortunately, it. it got canceled and they were moved off the streaming platform. Oh. So. Yes, I'll never see it. Yeah, you can't see it now. That's tough. <laughs> but just wanted to give a little shout out to Ari because okay. they're very talented. Like, that was a musical too. So they can yeah, sing, yeah. dance, act. I liked that their extras were talented people. So talented. This Mm -hmm. is, like, you realize after a couple of songs how dependent it is on the extras being really, Mm -hmm. really good dancers around the singers. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to watch. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another thing I forgot to mention earlier of the differences. We talked about Amy Poehler being Regina's mom. Mm -hmm. Regina has a sister, a little sister in the original movie. Like a child. I forgot sister. about that. And she's also just trying to be like Regina and their mom. Mm-hmm. She does not have a little sister in the new movie. I forgot all about that. She, and she's not... I don't even know if... I don't think they named her. And I don't think they really address her. But she's just standing in the living room watching stuff mm-hmm. on the TV that she shouldn't be watching all mm-hmm. the time. And it's kind of funny, but like I don't, I don't know why they took that out, but also she's so 
not a central character. Right. She has zero importance in the mm-hmm. original movie, and it's just kind of like, she's silly. I, that was something I noticed, and I totally forgot about her because she's only in maybe a couple minutes of the movie. Yeah. Of the original movie. And I don't think she has a sister in the Broadway version either, so that was something they took out two rewrites ago. <laughs> <laughs> also, the Halloween party? Why are people acting like the outfit is scary? Mm-hmm. It's not. She's got fake teeth in. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like a little bit of makeup and some fake teeth. And she doesn't look scary at all. Mm -hmm. In both movies, people are like, we're so freaked out by you because you're not dressed in a skimpy outfit. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what? I know. High schoolers are not scared by someone wearing like Bride of Frankenstein teeth. No. That's so Not at all. Yeah. It's just a little weird. Small note, but like it was super strange. Yeah. I also forgot that they even acted like animals. In the first movie? So did I. Because when we got out of the movie, I said to my roommate, I'm so glad they kept them acting like animals from the Broadway musical. <laughs> and my roommate was like, they do that in the movie. And I was like, I, I don't remember that. It's not, it doesn't happen as much because in the musical movie, you have more elongated scenes because it's happening for the duration of an entire song. Mm-hmm. And in the original movie, it's like offhanded comments and then like, basically one little cutaway where everybody acts like that and then it goes back to normal immediately and now also it's important to keep in mind with that the pacing of these movies is very very different Mm -hmm. because the original movie is an hour and a half Mm -hmm. and this movie is two hours Mm -hmm. so some of it is just dragged out longer um not that that's in a bad way i mean like they add depth to some of the characters like janice and damien they let regina's friends have a little bit more depth and you see their pain I think the fact that they don't drive focus on Katie's family life is probably good because it doesn't help drive the story. So they fit that in well. The teachers are a little bit more personable in the new movie because in the first movie, there's so many of them and they mostly just get like one offhanded comment Mm -hmm. and then that's it. And then they're never in the movie again. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's other, like you said, the, the, the teachers and... All these characters are so, uh, they're this dominant presence. John Hamm, Tina Fey, etc. Mm-hmm. Seeing them just around is so much better. Yeah, I agree. I do want to talk about the burn book for a sec. Mm-hmm. Because the way it's distributed in the two movies is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. In the original movie, while Katie and Gretchen and Karen are in the principal's office talking about the burn book with Principal Duvall... Mm-hmm. And whether or not they wrote it and how they should be punished, all that. Regina's out in the hallways spreading a bunch of papers, throwing them on the floors, taping them up to lockers, throwing them under classroom doors that are just photocopies from the burn book. Mm-hmm. But in the new movie, she just drops the burn book in the hallway mm-hmm. and it's discovered by all the students. Mm-hmm. And then everybody has to read the same book. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how it gets around as easily. It's just a little weird. But I think the first movie does that a little bit better because it makes more sense as to how everybody finds out about it at once. Yeah. And, I mean, even in the musical, they still do the photocopy. Like, it's basically choreographed during World War where she's throwing the papers up. And it's, like, yeah, central. Like, I mean, it's the whole... It makes sense. Like, it's... <laughs> when you think of World Burn in the Broadway musical, you imagine the papers, like, everywhere. Okay. So, it... Yeah. I don't know why they I don't know why it. they would change that. I don't understand, you know, the whole it does kind of change the pacing of it because then they're dealing with the the fallout of it after it's been released instead mm-hmm. of while it's being <laughs> spread yeah. across the school. So I guess that does kind of change the 
pacing of everything around that, but it's, st- mm-hmm. it's still not like... It does not make sense as to how everybody in the school finds out about the burn book at once yeah. by reading the same book. Yeah. Which I think part of it is probably the social media. That's such... Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's such a good point. Yeah, they really included social media. That's true. Yeah. So The the movie literally opens vertically. Yeah. Like they're making a TikTok. Yeah. And I was just like, when I went in, I expected to not like the movie Mm -hmm. because it's a musical. That was the only reason I expected not to like it, Mm -hmm. or at least to not like it as much as I liked the original movie. Mm -hmm. And... Like I said, it surprised me. I liked it. But when it opened up on a vertical uh, camera angle, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> this is going to be horrible. And then their singing is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they open up into the movie and it actually they they use it at the end, too. Mm-hmm. And it flows together really, really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a lot of critiques when the trailer came out about the use of social media because it was very heavy in the trailer, too. I mean, they showed... Chris Olsen, famous TikToker, in the trailer. He was in the movie. And a couple others were, too. But they also used social media in the Broadway musical. So I already knew it worked. So when I saw people critiquing yeah. it, I'm like, just see it. Because it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Because it yeah. takes place in the modern age. Exactly. Social media I didn't media have is... a problem with the fact that the new one takes place now. And the no. old one takes yeah. place when it was made. Yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. Because social media is so prevalent now that and i think people are just like we want to see nostalgic 2000s movies instead of just going and watching nostalgic 2000s right. movies yeah. if you want it to be set in the 2000s just watch the original mean exactly Girls movie. yeah because i mean there would be no point in having a remake if it's exactly the same yeah which i feel like is what people wanted but i'm like what's the point that of happens every time there's a remake of yeah. something there's a group a group of people who are like why isn't it literally exactly the same line for line mm-hmm. why is it not the same exact <laughs> like, thing why, do why you didn't want they that? just shoot the same movie <laughs> And then put it in theaters. They could have just re-released Mean Girls, the yeah. original Mean Girls in theaters. Yeah. And they still would have had the same complaint. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I didn't mind that it was in set in the 2020s. I like I like that it was, if anything. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because it's a different angle on the movie. Mm-hmm. It changes a lot. Mm-hmm. And totally it also, agree. it also, like, the whole point of the movie having to do with, like, self-esteem and the way that teen... Being literally a critique of the way that teenagers talk to each other... Mm-hmm. We talk now about how bad social media can be for me- people's mental health, mm-hmm. especially teenagers, especially mm-hmm. teenage girls. Obviously, it's a crucial part for right. that to be in a modern remake of it. Exactly. Why would that be left out? Because like this stuff still happens, and now it happens with social media. It's literally worse. So why would you yeah. leave social media out when it takes place now? you're not just limited to being bullied by the people at your school. You also have literally the rest of the world. Exactly, which happens to... Both Katie and Regina in the new movie. Yeah. There are like celebrities. Yeah, they both about go them. viral. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Christmas dance. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about this for a second because it's different. They have different implications for the movies. Mm-hmm. In the first movie, the the like thing that messes them up is that the, the CD player just like kind of cuts out and then they kick it and it hits a student in the face and they're like, whoa. That's horrible, and then they act like it's going to be ruined, and then Katie just starts singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they did uh, Jingle Bell Rock, so she just sings the rest of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then the whole room is singing it, and then it goes wonderfully. Mm-hmm. In the new movie, no, doesn't go wonderfully at all. Yeah, Regina falls on her face. They kind of tumble because they're 
uncoordinated. Regina refused to practice with them. The fact that they even show them practicing it is something new. Mm -hmm. They just kind of jump right into that scene in the original movie. Mm -hmm. And in the original movie, it goes well in the end. And Mm -hmm. then they walk off, and Regina and Katie are happy with each other. And in the new movie, it's so not that way. Yeah. She is so upset by it. Which I find very interesting because, well, in the Broadway musical... The problem that happens is Regina is gaining weight from the Calteen Pars and her skirt flies off because it doesn't fit. Oh. So in this one, it's kind of still the same implications. Like she's gaining weight. Yeah. And she can't like be held up, which I think they should have cut out because Renee has a kind of bad history with Mean Girls specifically and her weight because she is not super thin. Hmm. And so when she was cast people started complaining they changed some of her costumes to be less revealing and then that was kind of this whole it was really bad for it which makes sense that's yeah horrible thing to go through so yeah, i yeah. found it very interesting that they kept that whole gaining weight which was crucial to the story but the gaining weight and then the going wrong there when in the movie it didn't even go wrong i feel yeah. like they should have just went yeah. back to how it happened exactly in the other movie there is a big deal sort of made about her gaining weight, but, like, it's not nearly as prevalent as in the new movie. Mm-hmm. It's a huge deal in the new movie. Mm-hmm. But also it's a part of her, like, her trying to make a comeback right. in the new movie as she she has kind of a fall from grace from being the popular girl and she wants to be the popular girl again. It doesn't really work out that way for her, but mm-hmm. in the original movie, everything kind of just works out. But in this one they kind of drag out some of the problems yeah. because they are deepening the characters. Yeah. So it works for this movie, but it is a little bit weird that they decided to change it up, especially that dancing scene yeah. so much. But they do both go very nicely in into their respective films, right. I think. Um, also, at that point in the movie, in the original movie, it's about 40 minutes in, and like I said, it's only an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It was at that point was the first point where I was like, wow, this is going fast compared to the new one. Because mm-hmm. um, an hour and a half, for the amount of story that is in Mean Girls, there's a lot going on within an hour and a half. Yeah. And this movie doesn't really add a bunch of chaos in that extra half an hour you get in this musical movie. So I kind of like that. Because some of the some of the original movie just feels really, really fast, like mm-hmm. for no reason. So I do think that the pacing of the new movie is probably better, mm-hmm. even though I don't it does feel longer. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that's to do with the songs because yeah. then it stretches some of the scenes out and gives them more depth and makes more sense. Exactly. For yeah. I also at first I thought I knew who was playing Katie. And I was so wrong by the end of it. I I found out I was completely wrong afterward because I thought that it was Aaron Moriarty from The Boys. Oh. Because they do kind of look similar when Angowry Rice is made up to be younger, to look younger. Mm -hmm. They look similar. But then I saw photos of her in real life and they don't look exactly the same and i realized obviously they're not the same person mm-hmm. and the fact that i had completely forgotten aaron moriarty's name whenever i went to see this movie didn't help me because that means that by the scenes or by the end credit scene i wouldn't know if right. i saw the name yeah. whether it was her or not i mm-hmm. assumed walking out of the movie that it was aaron moriarty and i was so wrong about that which mm-hmm. i thought was funny because now i'm like oh here i thought aaron moriarty was just doing like a cute fun little character after doing all the intense <laughs> stuff on the boys and that is absolutely not the case <laughs> at all. And I didn't find out that I was wrong until after I saw the movie. Yeah, that's funny. Um, 
I will say Lindsay Lohan plays in, plays Katie better. Yeah, I agree. As an actress, and that's the only character really that I think carries uh, that that's better in the first movie. That's n- than the second movie. Yeah, I agree. I think this remake is stronger on the acting. Mm-hmm. Also, love that Lindsay Lohan got a little cameo. Yes, do love that. She comes back to play the person administrating their math tournament at the end mm-hmm. of the movie. I thought that was a great touch. I think you have to have her do a cameo no matter what. So yeah. I, I was very, very, very happy to see that she was a part of this movie. And she yeah, seemed very, uh, very happy during the movie to yeah. be there. And I thought that was cute. Yeah, I loved that. Original film, the trust fall scene, mm-hmm. goes quite differently for Janice. Because in the original movie... She just dumpsters on Regina in front of the entire class, Mm -hmm. does a trust fall, and everybody cheers for her. Mm -hmm. And in the new movie, she does dumpster on Regina, but then she sings a song about how it's because she's not, like, accepted and everybody's supposed to, like, be more understanding of other people, be more empathetic. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's just not the message that the first movie gave off at all. Yeah, not at all. I like that the second movie actually feels like it has more of it. That that message is clearer. Yeah, I agree. I really like I'd Rather Be Me. It's one of my favorite songs from the musical. So I was very happy that they kept that in, which I figured they would. But that it was really done well with the choreography and the extras. Absolutely. Another really one of those it. scenes where they're moving around room to room in the high school mm-hmm. and everybody is ready mm-hmm. the second the camera's in the room with them. Yeah. And I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I agree. Pretty much by the point that Regina gets hit by the bus, both movies kind of go in the same trajectory because they both happen so late in both movies. I think the only noticeable difference that I remembered is that in the original movie, it goes quicker at the end, obviously, Mm -hmm. but also the very end, they're just like, and now we're seniors and everything worked out and everybody's nice to each other and we love each other. And I didn't remember getting that same vibe from the new movie. Mm-hmm. It just kind of ends tranquil, yes, but not we all moved on and did these different things with our lives mm-hmm. type of thing, which they went with the first movie. Yeah. And I didn't quite like that because it's such a 2000s movie thing to do. Yeah. I, I To like after all of this stuff that you just put everybody through, you're just like, and it has a happy ending. Like this movie does not need, in my opinion to have everybody gets a happy ending. Yeah, I agree. But that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. The, all the plastics entirely move on from being plastics at the end of the original movie. Mm-hmm. And then the next juniors are up, and they, ha- they have their own plastics. Yeah. Which is kind of funny, but yeah. they, they look at them like, oh, you know, look, there's the junior plastics, and we, get, we used to be the... And then they just move on, mm-hmm. and that's the end of the movie. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. It's also, I, I wrote, it's also worth mentioning at the, uh, that the end of the new movie showing Damien and Janice walking into the garage while the school dance is happening behind them, mm-hmm. the garage they start the movie in, it's such a good touch. Yeah, I agree. It's I really like that. It's a significantly more well-rounded ending than mm-hmm. the first movie gets. I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. it. Because at first, like I said, you know, they open up on a vertical angle like they're being shoot- shot on a phone. And I'm like, okay, well, you know. They're just sitting here making a TikTok, and that's the opening of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they open up the garage, and then they're in the full setting. At the end of the movie, they're in the spring fling, and then they're in the garage, and the spring fling is happening behind them. They shut the garage door, and they turn off the phone. It closes so beautifully. Yeah, I agree. I already talked about Damien and Janice, very good characters. They could have built more on in the first movie. They mm-hmm. just did not. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. They are such side characters in the first movie. They are not side characters in this movie. They have Mm -hmm. importance. 
uh, they are shown more legitimacy as queer characters yes. who are supposed to be up front. And I loved that. I also love the touch that they added Janice having a date to the dance. Yes. They I went really together in the original movie. Mm-hmm. Damien and Janice yeah. go together instead of uh, Janice just having getting to go with a girl. Yeah. Which they also do that in the musical. So having Janice go with a girl is entirely new. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Also, another bit of trivia I learned about the film, the director, Mark Waters, also the person who directed the 03 Disney Freaky Friday movie with oh, Lindsay Lohan. And that was sense. the first time they had worked together. Um, when that came out a year before. So they, they did Freaky Friday, and then immediately they started working together on Mean Girls, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. Very, very different movie. Uh, Freaky Friday is the kind of movie that could air on Disney Channel, and it did. Mean Girls couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think, so, okay, let's round this out with our final thoughts on this. Final note, I think the original Mean Girls film is basically what happens when a dark comedy is made to be mainstream. It's extremely rare. Obviously, in this case, it's because it's produced by the SNL creator, Lorne Michaels, Tina Fey, who wrote it, who was an active cast member at the time. It helps it go mainstream, but most movies with the sense of humor of the original Mean Girls don't get the kind of attention and success that it did. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's a bit more tame than something like Heathers, but it still feels just a few steps away from being similar to a lot of those cult classic R-rated dark... It's Mm PG-13, but it's only a little bit away from being an R-rated film. And... uh, it's very close in tone to a lot of those dark comedies. And I like those movies, so that's why I kind of like the original Mean Girls still. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a film that could be released today. Yeah. It's a little bit more offensive. And by a little, I mean a lot. Yes. Compared to the new one. And its offensiveness isn't supposed to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of 2000s movies did that. And now we look back at those moments and we're like, mm, that was done in poor like, taste. Ooh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, whoa, hold up. They said that? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. The new musical film very much does not give off that energy. Mm-hmm. It has some of the same sense of humor, but not nearly to the same extent. So mm-hmm. it doesn't go to extremes to for laughs. And the new one is also obviously made for a more mainstream audience. Mm-hmm. So it makes inclusivity a clearer tenant of its message, far more diverse cast, and it uses that to its advantage. And I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. As I already said, I'm not a fan of musicals, but I do like the new Mean Girls movie. I'm a fan. I actually think that it was... Aesthetically, I prefer the old movie. Right, it's that nostalgia early 2000s. Yeah. And the and the dark comedy, it kind of does follow the same flow as some movies like Heather's. Yeah. And I like those kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. But in terms of message and entertainment value, I think the new one is better on that front. By a long shot. It is a more entertaining movie mm-hmm. for the masses. Mm-hmm. Um, the first movie feels niche. And I've seen a lot of movies that have, like, they're made not for a general audience like the new one was, but they're really just made for the people who are making them. Mm -hmm. And that's the way the first film feels and the new film feels like they took that and not even beyond it being an adaptation of the Broadway musical, even if you take just the acting parts, it does feel like they made it more mainstream Mm -hmm. than ever. So all that considered, the new one draws a clear line in the sand about what being a good person is all about. I think if I were a parent, I probably wouldn't let my kid watch the original Mean Girls until they were like 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. Because... Some of that offensive humor, I think it requires a more critical lens. But mm-hmm. the new movie, you don't have to take such a crit- – it's much more obvious what yeah. it's about. 
and I think its morals are a bit more in line with the way that it's actually coming across. Mm-hmm. But the new one could probably be watched by anybody who's 13 or older. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good movie. So my final critique, not as in-depth as yours, for sure. I do agree with what you said. But looking at it through the lens of a musical theater kid who knows the musical, on that front, comparing it to the musical, I don't think it was wonderful. The music just did not... I hate that they turned it poppy. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh. I'm a theater kid. I'm going to be critical of it. Yeah, I know. But I agree that it is so much more diverse. Significantly. Significantly more. Just I mean, by looking at the cast, you yes. see it. And even, like, Karen and Janice, they changed their last names to fit the people playing it, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. That's awesome. I liked how social media was included in it and made it yes. take it further. I really liked the characters. Just seemed so much more in depth, which we talked about a ton. So I did really, really like it. I just wish they kept it more true to the music of the musical. And you know what's funny about that? It, I don't listen to pop music, mm-hmm. but I found it palatable. Mm-hmm. As I listen to hip hop music, mm-hmm. I like stuff like Travis Scott. Like this is so not in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And I know Travis Scott is not in the wheelhouse of a lot of people in, in the LGBT community. I'm, a, I'm an anomaly <laughs> in that front. Um, and I don't really like musical theater music. But, like, I'm kind of glad it wasn't musical theatery because mm-hmm. if it was, I wouldn't have liked it right, as much. Right, that's the but thing. But at the same time, I know that people like you who like the musical, and I would watch the musical. Mm-hmm. I would watch the Broadway musical for sure. I, I know that people who like the Broadway musical weren't going to like it when I heard how poppy it sounded. Mm-hmm. I knew that was not how it sounded in the Broadway musical. Yeah. Even though I never heard the music, Yeah, I was just like, there's no way it sounds like that yeah. on Broadway. Which is funny because I like pop music. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> yeah, I like pop music, yeah. but I'm just such a musical theater kid that I want musicals to be musicals. Mm, that's a, that's Which a very is, fair point. You know, I would say this movie, the original movie, Three and a half stars out of five. Mm. This movie, four stars out of five. Interesting. This one is more solid. It's more well-rounded. Its characters are more well-rounded. Yeah. Its morals, like I said, are more well-rounded. It draws a clearer line in the sand about the fact that it's a movie about being a decent person, treating other people with kindness. Yeah. The other film has that, but you have to like draw it out of all the jokes that they're making. Right. It's not nearly as clear. Yeah. There's one scene, and it's the mathletes competing scene, where Lindsay Lohan says something in her own head. Mm-hmm. about that and that's basically it and then from that point everybody's just nice which doesn't even make sense yeah and it feels so rushed yeah it's definitely more well-rounded more diverse so, which is something i always love i'm so. here for it i'm here for it I'm i like you enjoyed the it girls i was surprised that i liked it but i've been telling my friends that they should go see it well, good so slay yeah <laughs> slay so if you have not seen it yet, definitely go check it out. 100%. It's very much worth it. I'm, Even if I you don't would... like musicals, we can see that here. So yeah. Oh, yeah. not a musical guy. People who don't like musicals, you should give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Because at least it doesn't, it's not musical theater music. Mm-hmm. So, sorry musical theater people. Yeah. If you're a musical theater person, I'm sure you've already seen it. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> if but you're not. If you're not, it's it's good. Yeah. It's good. They've got some really good voices, really good acting. Mm-hmm. The cinematography's great. Uh, but you know, I'm I was shocked and I think it's better than the original movie. Hot take, I guess. Yeah, I feel like that is a hot take. It probably is yeah. actually. There's so many people who are probably clinging on to the the, the nostalgia yeah. and the aesthetic of the original movie being from yeah. the two thousands. But yeah. Hey, I loved it actually. So Yeah, definitely 100%. go see it. Well thank you so much for listening to this episode of Entertainment Rebooted.